When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. This is sort of a special introduction to today's podcast. This podcast is being posted on Thursday, the 24th of February, 2022. We recorded this podcast a couple of days ago before the events that occurred today. We thought about talking about the Russian invasion of Ukraine and what it might mean to you. But really, we've talked about it before, and we'd rather spend some more time on it and have more information, have a couple of days for the world to sort of digest what happened. I mean, we've already seen some of that in the markets today. So if you're wondering why we're not talking about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it's because we're going to do it later. We'll probably do it this weekend on our live show, which airs on Northwest News Radio in the Seattle area, which is 1000 AM, 97.7 FM. And you can also listen. If you'd like to listen to Saturday's show live, you can do it at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just scroll down the page, and we have a player there, an embedded player, or you can go to Northwest News Radio's website and listen to it there. You can also call in and be a part of that show. So we'll have a little more time. We'll talk about it then. And uh, so for now, we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled program, which is uh, a, a show that was recorded Monday or Tuesday. I lose track. I live in this room. I lose track. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. My, I'm disappointed in us. How in the world did we miss this big multi-billion dollar basic rip-off stupidity story, uh, a sales pitch gone bad story? I don't know how we missed this one, but I want to thank Pat. And Pat, you know who you are for sharing this story with us because I've had just more fun than I can stand. It actually took today and made it a better day because there's nothing I like more than investigating the idiots in the insurance industry. And You at uh, Allianz in Germany? Yes. You know you're a bunch of goofballs for this one. Not the brightest bunch in the bulb box. Okay. Anyway, here's the deal. Hi. Welcome to Talking Real Money. We're going to talk about something really important today, and we're going to take a couple of your questions. Uh, I'm Don McDonald. I'm in my Florida studio, and Tom, with uh, planes of all ages flying overhead, is in the... Woodenville, Washington studio. Yeah, here I am. And by the way, I'm a little underdressed today. I'm a little underdressed today because Don surprised me and I wasn't ready. So here I am. I'm going to do the best I can. Excuse me, sir. When I called you this morning, you were eating breakfast in a t shirt. (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. You could have dressed up. That is very true. So this is me dressing up on the holiday. Pretend to be an Italian restaurant. For the remainder of the Maybe episode. Maybe I'm going to have a little linguine right after this is done. Yeah, throw little right linguine on, on a Tom's table o'clock <laughs> that is probably strobing like mad on most of your screens. So if it's making you go blind, blame Tom. That won't be the first time. Hi. Let's talk about Allianz, shall we? Now, you know, we have a basic distrust of insurance companies just generally. 
And, well, this is kind of a lesson why. There was a story that came out recently about how uh, Allianz was selling a an investment called a structured alpha fund to institutional and high net worth investors. Now, this is a magic bullet fund, Tom. This is a magic fund. I think that they would have been better off if they called it the magic fund. Because magically, here is from this is from their sales material. It's a great way to set this up. Their investment philosophy. Long and short volatility at the same time, all the time. Pursue gains, but do not presume the market will behave normally or history will repeat itself. An ability to perform irrespective of the market environment. We're going to make you money if it's going up or it's going down. Doesn't matter. Never make a call on the direction of the market. Doesn't that sound great? We're not going to try to predict the future. We are just going to get you. We're going to give you the upside. We're going to give you the downside. And that is in their three-pronged investment objective. One, profit during normal market conditions. This is a quote, up, down, or flat. Protect against a market decline. Hmm. The returns of the market, none of the risk. Who could ask for anything more? Negative, or not negative. See, I just thought negative. Navigate as a as wide a range of equity market outcomes as possible. So we're going to take every possible outcome into consideration to provide you, the pension funds of America primarily, with a tool that you can use to make money and take no risk. Does it say how much we're, Thomas? How, how much we're going to charge you for that, by the way? I have no idea what the fees are because it was a yeah. private fund. You had to have a million dollars minimum to get into the darn thing. And most but, of the money, but, as you point out, was pensions, yeah. major institutions. And they said, quote, we will protect your money, quote, in event of a market crash, including a severe downside market move such as Black Monday of 1987. Or how about uh, the COVID uh, downturn of March of 2020? How's that? Well, funny you should mention that. They had multiple funds. They had the Alpha 250 fund, the Alpha 350, and the Alpha 500. The 500 was supposed to make you more. The 250 make you less. Um, and again, the protection was going to vary between them. But still, you were going to save money. Now, Tom, you remember the uh, the March decline of 2020? Yeah, I mean, stocks went down. Stocks went yeah, down a, about 30%. And bonds made about 10. I mean, it was year to date at that point. So in the first three months uh, of the year. uh, Yeah. So after that, after that, though, didn't they end the year up? Uh, In both categories, correct. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Um, So if you had just been in the market, if you, uh, these institutions had just been 100% in stocks, at the end of March, they would have, for the year, been down about 30%. However... If they were in the most conservative, the Alpha 250 fund, well, their decline, their downturn, their loss by the end of March was a mere 43%. <laughs> wait a minute, really? Oh, wait, there's more. If you had the Alpha 350, you were down 56%. And if you had that high-flying Alpha 500, well, your loss for that first three months of the year was a mere 75% of your assets. 75 that does not sound like very pension like returns 
No. No. Well, the good news is what they were... It's very complicated. But here's what they were trying to do. In 2019, they made some mistakes. They traded based on their research, maybe even their feelings. Uh, And they made some mistakes and didn't do well. So in 2020, they tried to recover. So what they did was they doubled down on a lot of their mistakes. And they sold futures contracts that, in essence, said... If the market goes down a lot, we will we will lose a lot, and you, the people we're selling this to, will be protected. In other words, they're selling their downside protection yeah. to other people. Well, when the market went down, they didn't just go down. They doubled down. More than doubled down. More than went down more than double what the market did because of the stupidity. And it was stupidity. They actually made human errors. They had no system designed to protect you in up and down markets. No algorithm. If they had it, they didn't follow it. So they're being sued like mad. By? Like mad. By everybody who bought the stuff from them. As a matter of fact, last for last year, they had to set aside point. Uh, three billion dollars to cover the future lawsuits and they i'm sorry not dollars euros even more yeah that's even more more money so Mm -hmm. uh, they believe that the worst case scenario is that they're going to have to pay out 7.6 billion euros to investors that they took advantage of so thank goodness the system is at least working after the fact but tom there's a lesson for all of us in this story yeah, here are a couple of mine. Uh, first of all, I don't, I don't know where Allianz is on um, Volkswagen, but maybe Allianz should have an alliance with Volkswagen. They have a similar kind of company culture, feels to me. But anyway, setting that aside for a moment, I just <laughs> you just love the there. Volkswagen diesel story, don't you? I can't. I will never get over that. Uh, literally, because you just hook something up. It's, it's a lot like this investing story. You just hook something up in between the catalytic converter, or something cleans it all up, except when it does. Anyway, so it's very similar. So here's the thing. Um, First of all, and we've talked about this on the show before many times. When I invest my money, I it's with companies that are not in the insurance business. They are in. No, wait. When you invest your money, you have you own companies in the insurance business. Well, that's but you don't invest with them. I just want to. No, I don't. I don't hire Allianz. I don't hire Valak. I don't hire people in the insurance business to manage my money. No offense to them. I'm sure they're wonderful. I'm sure they're very oh, I, nice I mean people. Offense. I mean they're offense. very they're very nice people, Don. I, nice. I don't believe they generally care about their customers as much as I they don't care think about they themselves. Do. So that's one. But here's the other one. And we know this because we have talked about this I don't know, decades. Every time you add complexity to your investments. A couple of things happen. Number one, generally, uh, liquidity is harder. In this case, I have no idea how quickly people are able to get their money back from this. Number two, um, inevitably, the cost is higher. We can't tell what the cost here is. And number three, it seems, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I've still yet to find the long, short fund with the blah, 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 that beats, pardon me, that does better, that creates a greater return than just being in stocks and bonds. I've yet to see it. And yet... We're all searching for that. Investing nirvana. Somebody has to put this together for us, right? 
Wrong. And, and I always, when I think about this, I always come back to the story about Jack Bogle and the hedge fund manager. This should be a children's story. Jack and the hedge fund manager, told by yes. the Brothers Grimm. They got beans. Because the ending yeah. is so grim for the hedge fund. The, the, the bet that over 10 years, uh, a, a portfolio of hedge funds would outperform the Vanguard Index 500, which Warren Buffett. I think that was Warren Buffett. Handily. Yeah, well, you said yeah, Jack Buffett, Bogle. Yeah. But, yeah, Buffett. Oh, right. I met One, Warren big. Buffett. I know, yeah. Big, big, no, I was big. It wasn't, even, wasn't even close. One big. Because hedge funds, by their very nature, just because but the way they're structured, and this is what this is, by the way. This is an Allianz hedge product. If it's trying to hedge bets, they you either hedge the bet and take away some of the upside, or you take all the upside and you live with the downside. You can't have both. Period. Ever. 100% certain because of fees. Because there's no such thing as the performance of the market with none of the risk. It just doesn't work that way. And you have to realize it doesn't. And you have to start working toward your retirement goals in a sensible, planned fashion, understanding the realities. You can't have all these things you want to have. I'm sorry. This is the you can't have wealth without risk speech. Yeah. And we've given Which, this a lot over the years. Several but. times. Again, yeah, I think those are great takeaways. And these Keep were professionals simple. who fell for this, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the other part. These are professional money managers. Yeah, the the pensions, they have advisors, right? These large institutions, they have advisors that tell them, yeah, throw some of your money at this. Um, So we're still waiting for the punchline, of course, because the lawsuits are underway. I don't think there's been a settlement, Mm -hmm. correct? No, not yet. Not yet, but as Allianz says, it's probably going to be in the 7 billion euro range. That's a lot of dough. It is. (laughs) Even for them. It's a lot. And I'm sorry, so, folks. Here's yeah. the reality. You're going to have to accept the risks of the market if you want the returns of it. If you want a more conservative, safer portfolio, you must accept less money. Period. Thank you. 855 Nobody wants to. What? Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. Of course to. not. When you know. so many people are promising you whatever you want, they're lying to you. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number for calls. You can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We also take your questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. And during some of these shows, we take the written ones, of which there are many, although we are up to the 5th of February now. By the way, I answered answered one today for a gentleman who said the reason that he wrote it is not everyone has the radio voice of Don McDonald. So sometimes we like to type. So anyway, I I'm, not, I'm not trying to make people feel bad. No, I, mean, I, I got this voice. I'm sorry. He hooked up to I a machine can't. when he was 13 and stayed with him. Leave him alone. It was part of the package, folks. I don't know. It was why I was able to make some extra spending money in high school playing the guy in the red thing with the beard. I know I don't look a thing like him, but with pillows you do. Hi, kids. Welcome. Yeah. I even got to fly in the helicopter. Speaking of making a lot of money with no risk, there you go. Getting free gifts. You got it. No problem. It was not a lot of money. Mm. I'm thinking it's 1973. I'm thinking it was probably right around $2 an hour. Maybe two fifty. That sounds about right, by the way. 
Yeah, was pretty pathetic. All right, so we're going to read a question, and Tom, who has never before heard this question, will attempt to answer it. Hopefully, we'll we'll stump the Tom. That's what we're going to call this section of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stump the Tom. That is not hard to do. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tom. Yes. I plan to retire this coming April and also sell my home. I have another home through a recent marriage. Well, there you go. We would like to sell that home, too, eventually, and we will use the sale of my home to bundle both together. I have a Vanguard IRA. Roth and have transferred my Boeing VIP into a retirement IRA there too. My question is Yes. What? Oh, good golly gee whiz. What is a good holding fund for the proceeds from my home sale in Vanguard? Should I just set up the Vanguard money market fund? It may sit there for a year or more, I expect. Appreciate any guidance on this. P.S. I had a vestry blueprint provided in the past five years. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Yeah. But first of all, by the way, the, the Boeing VIP shall now, from this moment forward, be known as the Boeing 401k. That's official. So just putting it out there. Uh, wow, catchy that's new branding. I, yeah, I didn't come up with it. But, you know, speaking of companies that have a little issue with public trust right now, but that's a whole other thing. So uh, to to that end, what should you do? Yeah, with the, I got to see sorry, that 737 yeah, documentary. I'm, yeah, my wow. son texted me about it. Yes, I like I've, I've read. All, I don't want any more. But anyway, setting that aside, what should you do with money that you may need in a year? I, you know what? I mean, I am tired of recommending short term bond funds because they've gone down. They've lost mm-hmm. oh, like one or two or maybe even three percent of their value, and people say, "Oh, that was a your bad voice idea." Really high there for a minute. <laughs> well, I haven't been taking Make my sure Morgan Freeman lessons, <laughs> so so I'm tired of mentioning that. Um, I'm tired of mentioning that, even though. For full because disclosure, get, I still use them. I still do. We get it's slapped fine. around. We, I, I got a. I, we get slapped around all the time about bond funds. We do. We should um, another show on bonds. But okay, so let's not do that right now because we're in a period of interest rate volatility, Don. Where ooh, rates ooh, may go anyway. So you're not backing <laughs> down, are you? I, I'm not backing down. I would still use that fund. That's fine. Here are your options. What's one, the fund? Go ahead. What? VFSTX, Vanguard Short-Term Investment Grade Bond Fund. It's yielding, I think, just a hair under two, but I think year-to-date it's lost somewhere around 23 2.4%. So don't buy it. Don't do it. Don't put your – there'll be a rush of money into that fund. Okay, here are your other options. Yeah, the money market probably – I'd have to see what the Vanguard money market's paying right now. Don will find that for us. It won't be much. Oh, or you, <laughs> How much – I don't know yet, but oh my gosh, the yield on the uh, VFSTX yes. is 1.6. Okay, there you go. It's close. And it's lost it's lost 2% total. Right. So there you go. Basically so. basically the 1. Point, so it lost a half a percent in the value yeah. of the bonds. In in and that then period gave of time. Up, gave up, and it may yeah, very well lose more as rates go up if they go up. Anyway, uh because we don't know for sure what's going to happen. Number 2. Uh, yes, you could use the Vanguard money market. I bet it's paying, what, half of 1%, 4 Anyway, so pretty small number oh, hold there. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to look He's it up looking here. it up. You, you know. could use a high-yield savings account. I don't know. The, you didn't give us the amount, so sometimes people are nervous putting half a million it's in a savings figures. account. It's six figures. It's six figures. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, sure. oh, well, he's getting it out of the two houses, so... It yeah. sounds like it's a lot of dough. Yeah, so sometimes people are nervous there because the insurance only goes up to I think two fifty. 
Um, so, but you could put it in several of those. You could go to bankrate.com, see the best deals. And I guess if you had to, you could buy a one-year CD and get four-tenths of one percent or three-tenths, whatever it is. None of these things are paying much. And it doesn't really matter because you're going to use the money again in a year to buy something else. And I, I hope I will hope for you that the housing market turns and goes completely opposite direction in the next year so that you can, A, find a house and B, afford one because right now it's insane to even find real estate to buy. So what's the money piece? Are you, I can see a disturbing look on your face after finding out the money market amount. How much? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is it? Really? <laughs> well, let's start with the let's start with the uh, the Vanguard cash reserves. No, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 cash reserves, federal money market. That's really safe. It's in U.S. securities, government. Yes, uh, its mm-hmm. expense ratio is merely ten basis points. Okay. However, yeah. however, the payout is after its seven day yield of one basis point. <laughs> One basis point? <laughs> Your losses guaranteed guaranteed to be nine basis points a year, mm. even in a money market fund. You have a guaranteed nine basis point loss. <laughs> yeah. As that's I said, ins- the options are limited. <laughs> I, if it was my money, oh my I would God. go to bank rate and look around. Look at CD rates, maybe one yeah, year CD. Uh, look high at yield, the high yield savings. It's like 60 basis points or 50 or something like that. Uh, no, little, I think it's 50. It's a more. Okay. Yeah, it's, and, and it's so funny that nobody, nobody is raising rates. That tells you how much no. they believe that rates are going to stay high. That that What that really tells you is that the banks and the market – don't believe that the Fed's moving the shortest term interest rates is going to last for a very long time, or you would see rates starting to sneak up. Yeah, the the highest rate. No, wait. Okay, great. I don't know. They're FDIC insured, but they'll probably be one of the next companies in a big downturn to get <laughs> bailed out by the FDIC. What? Which one? what? Lending Club. Oh God, no! Lending I would not Club give my money has to a lend- bank. No. No, well, no, but they're it. FDIC insured. All right, and they're mm. paying 0. 0.65, 65 basis. Yeah, but you could go to somewhere more reputable and make half a percent. I mean, again, none of this. Yeah, is Yeah, American really Express, be National Bank, half a percent. Yeah. Marcus, okay. half a percent. I might do that, or do a little bit. Of Marcus, do a little bit. Of American, you know, have a few accounts if you're nervous about the FDIC insurance. Um, so none of those options are great. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at a money market account in so long. Oh, well, here, let's look at this. This doesn't look bad. You can get into a one-year CD. How oh, much? no, you got to go one point. You got to go 1.5 years to really get a decent rate. 1.5 years, you can get over 1% at Pentagon Federal Credit Ooh. Union. 1.15. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. There are no great options for parking your money short-term. Colorado Federal Savings Bank is giving 90 basis points on a one year. <laughs> there you go. All right. Trying to you help. You have to move That's to Denver job. or something? Trying, I don't know. Trying, so. trying to help. Um, I'm going to give you one more because this one's really quick. Oh, please. Yep. Quick. Quick. Uh, a recent caller asked about where to keep international or emerging market international funds. Don answered better in a taxable account due to foreign tax credits, citing Christine Benz from Morningstar, who said the same thing. So what about VT? I hold it in my Roth. Is that a mistake? 
No, I mean, again, in your Roth, there's not going to be any tax ramification anyway, and VT probably well, but what, holds... you can't use the you can't use the no. the foreign yeah, tax the... credit. Yeah, but it's and not going to be huge. I mean, if you're Carl Icahn, you might be worried about the foreign tax credit. For you and I, I, it's not something I worry about year to year in terms of my taxes. There are other things you could do to be more tax efficient. So, no, I wouldn't worry about that. And VT still does a very good job of covering the globe. You get, you know, 8,800 securities. You get it at a very low cost. And I think it's a good fund for most people. And I think in the Roth, it's a great place for it. And I got to tell you, I get, I get, I get kind of frustrated sometimes because we all get caught up in the minutia. I mean, really, we're 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 talking about when you get to these kinds of numbers. Unless you have a multi-million dollar account with Vanguard, it's not even going to be in the thousands of dollars. Uh, it's going to be in the hundreds or tens of dollars for the for smaller accounts, and it's. It's we're 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 quibbling over pennies most Pretty of the close. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, it is not a mistake. Uh, but generally speaking, if you keep your foreign funds in a taxable account, you'll get a little bit of a tax credit that can help your bottom line because it is a credit, but it's not going to be huge because you're not going to have a lot of foreign taxes paid out of most mutual funds. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Not a big. Deal. I'm trying to remember if it, right. even show, if it even shows up on my return, which I don't think it does. I, so. Well, I am trying to find it. I could go look, uh, I guess, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just looking. It's. It's about the credit is about seven percent generally in a 100 percent foreign fund on an annual basis is about seven percent of the dividend. Yeah, on only the fund. Of now the remember, Correct. stock yeah. funds don't have big dividends. They might have a maybe one and a half or two percent, maybe yep. at the high end. So you're only talking about seven percent of that. So we're talking. Oh my gosh, tiny little numbers, tiny, 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 tiny. Seven percent of two. That's pretty small. Yeah. Um, thanks for being a part of the show, the podcast. Uh, please tell your friends, your neighbors, your relatives people you hate even maybe you'll make their life better and they'll you know you'll stop fighting uh if you love what you hear leave a pod leave a podcast review on apple podcasts or you can rate us on spotify uh share on your social media uh like us on facebook uh subscribe on youtube you forgot one major one apple podcasts what i'm trying to think of them all no you left off the biggest one if you want help let us know Oh, I leave that one to you. Go ahead. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm the I'm that guy. Okay, fine. Okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, you're, um, you're the you're the you're the uh, the 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 pitch man. I knew that was coming. Uh, if you want help of any kind, any kind, we talk to young people. Yeah. We talk to middle aged people. Homework. We talk to old people. You got a you got a jigsaw puzzle you can't solve. No, I'm better with models. Trying than, to anyway. do Wordle. Trying to do Wordle. That's Colton. true. Don. He knows Don all Don the five letter one. words. I'm better with the four-letter ones. Listen, okay, so if you need help, reach out. Can I say that? Reach out and touch someone? Okay, maybe not. Anyway, I mean, you go to vestry.com. You can make an appointment for the time and day that works for you, right? Any of those. So, um, And we we talk to anybody over about any issue, and... We don't pitch you, and we don't uh, we don't pitch you. I'm missing something there. 
We don't pitch you. There was no. no you anyway. No okay. obligation. No obligation. No That's cost. It. Yeah. yeah. No. We high want to help. Pitch, yeah. We really do. So okay. take advantage of that. Can we go now? All right. Absolutely free. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. Tom's over there. We're going to go back into our little room somewhere and research and read about. And then, if we're very lucky, talk real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.